Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, I'm Sally Toxvig, and this is We Will Get Past This where I welcome you into my calm room of books, so I can share tales from history of various deeds. Some brave, some baffling, others downright idiotic, in a bid to comfort the soul in this challenging time we find ourselves in. Some of these were recorded with specific dates in mind, but as we've all come to realise, none of that kind of thing really matters. My diary's wide open. There are no rules about when something can be enjoyed, so take a moment to relax and remember this. We will get past this. Hello there, come on in, have a seat. It's Primrose Day, and all England, so they say, yearly blooms on Primrose Day. April the 19th was known for years in England as Primrose Day, which sounds nice, but was entirely due to a misunderstanding. I suppose when we look back on times gone by, it all looks very well organised, with definite dates and outcomes. But this often overlooks the degree to which chance, misunderstanding and straightforward stupidity plays a part. It's too soon to look back at these turbulent times which we are progressing through, but already I feel confident it may not be remembered as a time when all leadership was intellectually gifted. Ostensibly, Primrose Day was held in memory of Benjamin Disraeli, who had twice been the British Prime Minister in Queen Victoria's reign. He died today in 1881 and everyone was encouraged to pay their respects by wearing a primrose because it was his favourite flower. Which is lovely, except it probably wasn't his favourite at all. And the myth arose when Queen Victoria sent a wreath of primroses to Disraeli's funeral with a note stating that these were his favourite. Everyone assumed that the he she referred to was Old Dead Dizzy, but in fact she was referring as ever to Old Dead Prince Albert. Nevertheless, it started a trend, and for years people put wreaths of primroses on Disraeli's memorial, despite the fact that, for all we know, the man may have been allergic. It was a simple misunderstanding, although if anyone had thought it through, they might have realised that pretty much all Queen Victoria did was bang on about Albert. Not thinking things through is a hallmark of a lot of history. If we're looking for the title of stupidest person of all time, there's a very long list. Uh, Donald Trump currently leading the way as idiot of our era. But then let's not forget that history celebrates the discovery of America by a man who found it because he couldn't do maths. He had no time to do sums properly because he preferred murdering indigenous people. I grew up in the United States where as soon as we could read, we were taught a poem which began... In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. He had three ships and left from Spain. He sailed through sunshine, wind and rain. 
and concluded he made the trip again and again, trading gold to bring to Spain. The first American? No, not quite. But Columbus was brave and he was bright. Hmm. Okay, not so much. So we went on to learn that Chris discovered America and proved that the Earth was round. The truth is, everyone had known the Earth was round for about 2,000 years. Columbus is a great example of someone not trusting the experts. Plenty of clever mathematicians had done the calculations, but he was sure the world was thousands of miles smaller than it actually was. Experts! Who needs them with their obsession with facts? No, he knew for a fact that the Earth was pear-shaped with a nipple at the top. I'm not kidding. And he also knew that any fool could sail from Europe to India in days. Now, King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella of Spain probably knew that Columbus was a dunderhead, but they were desperate for spices, and sometimes people panic by, so they sent him off. I think it's well known that Columbus never got any further than the Caribbean. I suppose you could say he discovered that, except, you know, there were thousands of people living there already. Uh, the Taino people treated our great explorer with the utmost hospitality, even though he thought he was in India and kept calling them Indians. He would eventually repay them by slaughtering thousands of innocent natives because they were infuriating enough not to have any gold. By the time he was finished, the Taino people went from about a quarter of a million to 200. The lesson I was never taught at school was that Columbus didn't discover America, he didn't prove that the world was round, and he was a murderous bastard. Nevertheless, even this sensible book which I own, A People's History of the United States, begins its narrative in 1492. So why are school children still taught this untruth? Spin doctoring. Uh, Columbus might have stayed a horrible footnote in history if it weren't for a famous American author called Washington Irving, who decided in 1828 to give the story a bit of a polish. Columbus was originally from Genoa, and Italian-Americans embraced the idea of an Italian hero. Italian immigrants to America had had a horrible time of discrimination and persecution, and here at last, thanks to Washington Irving, was a story which set them centre stage in the founding of their new country. They latched onto it and promoted it like mad, and thus a myth by a fiction writer turned an incompetent and vicious twat into a national hero. Mentioning twats brings me to Louis XVI of France, uh, the guy who saw out the French monarchy, and who might not have died if he had not been both indecisive and a fool. So, timeline. Uh, the storming of the Bastille, which everyone sees as the beginning of the French Revolution, happened in 1789. Now, the king might have seen this as a hint that things were not going well, but it wasn't until two years later, in 1791, that he thought maybe he and Queen Marie Antoinette and their nearest and dearest ought to get the hell out of there. This indecisiveness was a hallmark of Louis's reign. Had he made decisions earlier, everything might have been different, and haven't we all heard that before? Marie Antoinette seems to have been the driving force to persuade the king they all needed to escape from the capital to the eastern frontier. The plan was to do so in disguise. The kid's governess and the queen would swap roles with the governess playing a Russian baroness while the queen would pretend she knew anything at all about childcare. The king would be a valet. How they all laughed. They left the Tuileries Palace at about midnight. The key here is that they were supposed to be incognito. It probably didn't help that they chose to do so in a gigantic coach drawn by six horses. It was the kind of conspicuous vehicle which might draw attention on any back road. They also pretty much told the whole palace what the plan was and couldn't stop that whole royal behaviour thing while they were on the way. 
Louis was condescending to some peasants while the horses were being changed, and Marie gave silver dishes to helpful local officials en route. At a place called Chalon, they were delighted when the townspeople were said to have greeted and applauded the royal party. Look, they do like us, Marie probably shouted from the window as they trundled through. Finally, the postmaster of Saint-Menhould recognised the king because he had a portrait of him. You know, like those ones they hang in the post office. The royal couple were captured and all returned to the Tuileries with even less credibility than they'd had before. It wouldn't be long before they were both tried for treason and beheaded. It's an excellent lesson in not over-fussing about travel arrangements. So stupidity and misunderstanding abounds. But for whatever reason, we can at least today celebrate the simple country flower, the primrose. I am reminded of a book from my childhood called Flower Fairies by Cicely Mary Barker, in which she wrote about the primrose fairy. The primrose opens wide in spring, her scent is sweet and good. It smells of every happy thing in sunny lane and wood. I have not half the skill to sing and praise her as I should. She's dear to folk throughout the land, in her is nothing mean. She freely spreads on every hand, her petals pale and clean. And though she's neither proud nor grand, she is the country queen. I'm going to go see if I can find her on my daily walk. Hope I don't get lost. The earth is pear-shaped, right? It certainly feels like it at the moment. Take care. Be kind. Remember, we will get past this. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.